Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther coming to you live. From the Smut Studio with my co-host Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. Really got into that welcome today. You were like, again, you did it. You had you had a little pre-W. You were like, welcome. I, I I don't know what you do. Are you like warming up your mouth for the W? Am I actually moving my mouth? Yeah. You're like, welcome. <laughs> To the Dirty Sports Podcast. Do I have a tick? Uh, you might. Do I have an Andy Ruther tick introing the show? I believe you do. Well, Joe, I'm very happy today because the one and only Joe Shaboring Shabelli is back in the Smut Studio. I know. Look at Shabelli there behind behind the intern desk. He's filling out that intern desk. I'm making sure things don't get lost audio-wise over here. Oh! oh. <laughs> boring. Shots fired! <laughs> Dropping haymakers out the gate! Shabelli, for those who don't know, is the, I like to call him now, the OG intern. He's the original intern. He's the first guy that ever came to us. And to be honest, he really didn't do anything because I didn't give him any jobs. He just came on to be known as Shaboring. He's done so much. First of all, he was the inspiration for Does Shabelli Know? He, which we're playing later today. He brings us Dunkin' Donuts, which is a super clutch. No, I'm not dissing him. I'm saying I didn't give him any roles because back in the day, we weren't filming. There was a lot less to do. But he was, he was always clutching the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And the Rams games. The tickets. Are you excited about the Rams this year? Oh, I'm really excited about the Rams. That's gonna it's gonna be a great season. I mean, I think with all the our off season signings, the expectations are high. It's, I saw on the schedule we had I think one prime time game last year, and this year the Rams have like five. So clearly every uh, clearly the NFL also thinks that this is there a Monday be night home game here in Los Angeles? There's not a Monday night home game, but they open the season Monday night at the Raiders. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. We'll be in Chicago for that. Now, they also have a Thursday night home game primetime against the Eagles. No, wow. the, the Thursday night game is against the Vikings, but they do play the Eagles at home. Sunday night? On a Sunday. Okay, I don't yeah. know if it's a Sunday night game or no, it, on a Sunday. No, it's a primetime game. Wait, so they have a Thursday night home game? Thursday game uh, yeah. against the Vikings. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that'd be a good one to go to. Are you sure it's Thursday? Well, whatever. I know they play the Eagles in prime time too. Right. It might be a Sunday night. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, well you're leaving. This is going to be different for you to watch the games because you're leaving in about a month to go. Chavelli's he's following me. I went to St. Louis University Madrid for my fall semester junior year. You're doing the same. Chavelli, you got to be excited about that. I'm really excited about that. I leave in uh, just under a month here. Um, it's going to be a real blast being over there. Of course, it's going to be it's going to be tough to follow the Rams games. I'll have to get up at like four in the morning or something, um, and then to watch Dodgers postseason baseball too. That will be uh, an effort to get up early and watch those games. I remember when I was over. So when are you there? Till you're there till like from the start of September until uh, right before Christmas. 
So you miss most of football season. Yeah, I get one. I'll be at the two regular or the two preseason Rams games. And then I think the very last home game, which is on New Year's Day or around there. Do you guys have tickets again this year? We do have tickets. We're going to have tickets for this year and next year. And then when they move to the new stadium, no more tickets. So they're just too expensive. Way too expensive. Yeah. Just I mean, what we play now is pretty decent for NFL teams. Um, but it was just astronomical for the for the new stadium. It's not worth it. So we can use SeatGeek to help get us our There you tickets, go. So. Scott. Look at your boring. <laughs> He's learned well. He has learned very well. Yeah, it'll be interesting when you're over there because when I was – so I was – God, this shows how old I am. I was over there fall of 2002, and I remember def, that was actually the year the Angels beat the uh, the Giants. But I remember it was so tough for us because nobody's showing the games either. Right. So we'd have to go to like a TGI Fridays or some sort of American restaurant that would show it. But I, I remember it's like being back in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was uh, there was one Sunday we watched games. Games were starting at like midnight. NFL games, and we went to uh, oh God, I forget the name of the bar, but it was this popular Irish pub that we'd always go to. And I'll never forget. It was Jets. This was under Herm Edwards' days, Chad Pennington, Jets, somebody else, and I just got so hammered. By the time the games end, yeah, it was like 4 a.m. just to watch crappy games, but I had to get some American football in. Yeah. The time difference will kill you. Yeah. I, I can't wait for boring Instagrams at like 4 a.m. <laughs> in a Madrid TGI Fridays. Walking through the streets yeah. in my Rams jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have you back, Shabelli. It's good to be back. Well, you know what? You always have a place here in the Smut Studio. Can can you comment on how good it looks now at this point? Yeah, it, I mean, I've seen the progression now. Was it three years? And it looks like a proper studio now. I appreciate that, Shabelle. What do you think about the new carpet? Carpet gives a it's a nice little accent rug. Gives a, a an accent to the to the whole room. Shabelle switches major to interior design. <laughs> <laughs> nice little accent rug you got there. Well, we got a lot of sports to talk. Uh, but before we do that, let's get into about 40 minutes on Gary Coleman. <laughs> How was the Gary Coleman clip received? Very well received. Yeah? No one, no one called us racists or anything? We're talking about the dark, the different shades of Gary Coleman? Your Nazi boot line, I would argue, <laughs> easily top five funniest dirty sports lines of all time. Great. I mean, Prano, you, you were in the zone. We talk about... Athletes being in the zone that day, you're riffing. Yes, Michael Jordan. I don't know what's happening here yeah. against the Trailblazers. You were in the zone. I just let it go, and you know I don't regret anything about that. Like when we go non-sports, no regrets. <laughs> when we go deep dives into non-sports, whatever. To me, that is vintage dirty sports. And I might have some more Gary Coleman later in this show. Oh boy. That was a spoiler. You you know I like to beat things into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, beat a dead bush. I beat a dead bush. Uh, but before we do that, let's let's cover NBA briefly. Okay. The only big news, your boy, Carmelo Anthony, is officially a member of the Houston Rockets. Rip Mike D'Antoni. Poor Coach D'Antoni. My boy. I feel terrible for him. From Coach of the Year once again, two years ago, joins a new team, Coach of the Year, Western Conference Finals, one one game away from dethroning the Golden State Warriors, and now 
probably resigning in January because Carmelo Anthony already saying he's not coming off the bench. Is Carmelo? Saying, is he saying that? Yeah. Not coming off the bench. I know how to play this game, which honestly is already like you could argue that that's not true. At this so point. what's their starting five with him on the bench with him starting? I mean, Chris Paul, James Harden, Melo, Capella, and uh, you know, I, I guess I guess Melo would be playing the four. So I don't know. Is it uh, is Ryan Anderson still there? He didn't. He didn't play last year. He didn't play last year. God, it's just how much I was paying attention. I mean, he he played a little bit, but like he, I think he played like three minutes in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, no, he wasn't playing playoffs. So what's gonna happen? Like, I'm confused. He signs. He says I'm not coming off the bench, but they're saying no. You're you're gonna go come off the bench. I no, I don't know. I think I, I as far as I can tell, based on the way Carmelo Anthony's talking about it, I feel like he wouldn't have signed unless they said they were gonna start him, which I. Everything I know about Mike D'Antoni is like, hey, man, I'll start him for a while, but like nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. I'm certain. Like, I just don't understand. I I love what the Rockets have done the last few years under D'Antoni. It's like buy in to the system, a system that has proven to completely overhaul teams. You can go from whatever to the best offensive team in basketball. Why would you then get a guy who ran Mike D'Antoni out of another city. Like, I just don't understand it whatsoever. I don't understand it. Like I, re- think, I think Because that, it's like a relationship. They think it'll work the second time I around. I think they just got worse. I think they just got worse. We're not, so, like, forget the iso ball. Like, the iso ball situation of Chris Paul and James Harden, that's a matchup iso thing. Like, they're pick and roll. They get you on a good matchup. It's like, oh, look at look at how many times they attacked, you know, Steph Curry in the Western Conference Finals uh, with Harden, like taking advantage of mismatches. Carmelo Anthony is not a pick and roll player. He's never been a pick and roll player. He's he's give me the ball, jab step, jab step, jump long, shot, long two. It's awful. He has no place in the in today's NBA. And the people out there are like, he's going to get 17 a game. This is Dwight Howard all over again. It's like when you are a fucking ISO, jack terrible shots, 25 shots, like going 11 for 25 and fucking they're all terrible shots is not – I don't care if you score 22 points. Doesn't help the team. No. Yeah. I think they just got worse. I don't know. Look, this is not the first time Daryl Morey has pulled. I mean, they brought in Dwight Howard. Yeah. Daryl Morey, for some reason, is like, yeah, these guys who have proven that they were they were once good, but have proven that they are now like not fit for today's NBA. Let's take a shot at them. I mean, bringing in Dwight Howard a couple of years ago, everybody's going, what the fuck is happening? I mean, there are obviously people... Who are like, oh, that's a nice move for them. But anybody that actually knows basketball is like, what? Why? How is this? How is this possibly a smart move in 2015 or whatever year they they brought Dwight Howard in? Same thing as Carmelo Anthony. He was on. He was brought in to be one of the big three at Oklahoma City. He didn't play in fourth quarters in the playoffs. He scored seven total points in an entire fourth quarter series, seven game series. 
scored seven points in the fourth quarter. Who's, like, I just don't understand. Who's still arguing that this guy makes any team better? I don't get it. Can somebody hire me to work for an NBA team? It's not that fucking hard. You know what you should start by doing? Watching games. Carmelo Anthony, great. He's super talented. He's a fucking great scorer. You know, he was. But even that, I want to address that for a second. This super talented, when has he made it? You have to just look at the, the facts, right? When is he but that made teams yeah, better? It's, it's not a matter, that, but that's that's different than talent. Todd Marinovich was a great talent. Todd Marinovich is also a meth addict who didn't last in the NFL. Like talent and understanding how to play the game, being driven to play the game, trying hard when you're out there. But that's my point. When is he made outside? So he goes to the Knicks. They had one good year. I think they won like what fifty five games. Yeah, and they lost in the second round of the playoffs. But that's my point. They don't do anything in the playoffs. He's never really made teams better. I mean, one I believe one Western Conference Finals with the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. And he had some people with him, too. Yeah. He j- I, I just I look, we agree. I mean, this this the idea that you're you're in some sort of arms race with the Warriors and the Warriors beat you and add Boogie Cousins, and you add Carmelo Anthony, it's like, this isn't much of an arms race. Yeah. That's like, you know, that's like Russia being like, oh, we just have, we just, you know, built 40 new nuclear subs, and us being like, we got a slingshot. Sure. Like, it's a fucking joke. Yeah. I, I predict that the Houston Rockets... And I fucking love Mike D'Antoni. I predict they do not make the Western Conference Finals this year. Lakers, Warriors. Probably. Yeah. Well. I just don't understand what people are fucking doing. Yeah, I don't get it either. Let's, uh, again, we got a lot to cover today. We're going to play Dush, Shaboring, Shabelli, no. Uh, but before we get to some of those things, I want to some quick Major League Baseball stuff. Bartolo Colon, this surprised me actually. I guess it shouldn't because he's played so damn long. Is now the winningest Latin picture Latin pitcher in Major League Baseball history in terms of just straight up wins. Straight up wins. How many wins does he have? I believe. Let me look it up. I believe he has two hundred and forty-six. It's a lot of wins. Yeah, he has two hundred and forty-six. I mean, look, he's 6-10 and 10 this year. Right. Again, we're, we're solely looking at wins. I'll just say this about him. He's 246 and 186. He made his debut with the Cleveland Indians in 1997. I didn't realize that Cologne won a Cy Young in 2005. Yeah. So let's just bring it up. All these Chase Utley, I, I hate Because Chase Utley's Hall of Famer, according to lots of cheddar dicks out there. Is Bartolo Colon in consideration for Hall of Fame? Yeah, he has to be, right? Well, he just, but he's. We're talking about this is twenty straight years. Yeah, he's, he's been playing like the the consistency of it. Like you talk about two hundred forty six. What did you say? Two hundred forty six wins. Two forty six and one eighty six. So look at this: two hundred forty six wins. I think Chase Utley has two hundred forty nine homers. Like. 
just compare those two numbers. Pretty close. Wins and home runs. Like has Bar- first of all, Bartolo Colon, like you said, a Cy Young winner. That's huge. Yeah. Was a dominant pitcher for a while and now has become an innings eating, you know, back of the rotation guy. Is he dominant still? No, by no means. Is he a guy that you're even like, oh, I trust him in a playoff game? No. But late in his career, you have value on a staff by going, I'm going to go out there and every four days, five days, I'm going to pitch six innings. We might win, we might lose, but like it's going to be what it is. He's durable. Yeah. I mean, two, you said 246 wins. That's And most for a Latin pitcher, that means he has more than Pedro Martinez, right? Which yeah. is, and Pedro Martinez is widely regarded as one of the best pitchers in the world. And he has more wins than him. So I think, yeah, he's an easily Hall of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer on his batting alone. <laughs> um, and that home run. I mean, that, yeah. that home run. I, I still go to YouTube and I'll put in Bartolo Colon home run just for that reaction. It's still arguably my greatest live sports moment. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure anything tops being there for the Bartolo homer. Not to mention, if we want to add some more accolades that he's accomplished, he had a whole separate family his immediate family didn't know about. Yeah. Right? Sure. You've seen that, right? That, yeah. That the rumor, is it a rumor or is it a fact that Bartolo Colon basically has a second family in a different country? I'm sure that Bartolo Colon has a third and fourth and fifth family that we all don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> also, his family doesn't, his second family doesn't know about. You know, they talk about deadbeat dads. The opposite of a deadbeat dad is a guy who is willing to have more families and yeah. take care of his kids in different countries. Yeah. No, I mean, when you look at, again, Pitchers, it's it's different. The difference between being a pitcher like Cologne that can go for twenty plus years, and a guy that's in a lineup like that is you hurt yourself by putting you know a a, ch- a Chase Utley doesn't play every day now because you'd hurt yourself if he was playing consistently every single game. Yeah, Bartolo Cologne isn't playing every single game. He's playing, you know, he's in the rotation. But he's matching up now. Like there was a time in his career, he's, he's your one, then he's your two, then he's your three. There is a place in Major League Baseball for fifth starters, four starters. He's still able to be a fourth and fifth starter and play once a week and give you a game. You basically know when Bartolo Colon takes the mound, you have a chance to win. Yeah, I mean, and that's all you want—a chance. I'll take Bartolo Colon. On any given fifth day against another team's fifth starter? Yeah, exactly. Because he knows how to pitch. A lot of times, fifth starter is a guy who just came up. He's just figuring it out. It's like Bartolo Colon's going to go out there and just eat some innings. Every once in a while, he has a meltdown, you know, where his shit is not working and he gets lit up. But get him out early. Yeah. But like you said, he won a Cy Young. The Cy Young, the MVP, any of those, when it comes to Hall of Fame voting, just is huge. You're, you were the best in the game. At that, yeah. At that year, during that year. It's huge. But Chase Utley finished seventh once, so. Hooray. Yeah. I'm saying like Derek Jeter, we've, we talked about it. Derek I, Jeter, no batting title, no MVP. I mean, it really is important. 
And so I don't. Th- Bartolo Colon had his peak, and he's also still going. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the te- the Texas Rangers are are bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like how many teams would he be on the staff of? But don't forget, three years ago he was on the Mets staff that went to the World Series. I think. I that's think at, it's- that's at forty. I think his longevity is also big too. I mean, we said ninety-seven was his first year. This is his twenty-first season. Yeah, as a pitcher. Yeah, like that's durability right there in um, that body too. <laughs> yeah. Well, he used to be skinny. Remember? I mean, he wasn't skinny, but he wasn't like. Dude, he's played so long. I don't even remember. I mean, he's he's put on a solid seventy-five pounds. So. No. Oh, go go look at pull up Bartolo Colon rookie card. Seventy-five pounds. I mean, you'll be like, that's not Bartolo Colon. All right, I'm pulling it up here. <laughs> oh, man. Bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He looks like EJ. <laughs> <laughs> He's put on 50 pounds at least. Dude. At, I mean. Here's another card. It says As a he rookie, was, he looks like EJ. It says now he, he looks was, like EJ swallowed Trebelli. <laughs> It says he was 185 his rookie year. Yeah. Six feet, 185, throws right, bats right. 185. So you're saying for him to put on 75 pounds? Oh, yeah, actually. I mean, what do they have him listed at right now? 285. That's 100 pounds. (laughs) How many teams has he played for, too? A lot. Let's see if you can guess them, Pran. I'm going to pull it up. Okay. Yeah, because I was looking through images, and there's like him and the Indians. The I think the he's Indians. got he's got okay he's got the Indians. He's got the Athletics. He's got the Yankees. He's got the Mets. Yeah. He's got the Braves. Yep. He's got the Rangers. Yep. He's got. He's done so many in the last few years. <laughs> You're missing who he won the uh, Cy Young with. Who did he win the Cy Young with? Did he? I, I thought he won with Oakland, didn't he? Nope. The White Sox? He played on the White Sox, but didn't win yeah. the Cy Young. Who won the Cy Young with? The Angels. Oh, that's right. That year he went 21-8. and eight. What year was that? It's 2005. He went 21 and 8. He pitched 222 innings. He was also on the Expos and the Twins. <laughs> he was on teams that don't exist anymore. <laughs> Are those the last two teams he was on? Yeah, Indians, Expos, White Sox, Angels. Oh no, Red Sox, Yankees, Athletics, Mets, Braves, Twins, Rangers. Wait, wow. can, we, can we count these? Can we count these? All right. Indians, Expos, White Sox, Angels. Angels were at four. Boston, five. Yankees, six. Oakland, seven. Mets, eight. Atlanta, nine. Minnesota, ten. Texas, 11. There's 30 teams in baseball, right? So he's played on a third. That's crazy. Of the teams in Major League Baseball. That's wild. Dude, you should be in the Hall of Fame. In both leagues, too. In both the American and National League. Again, while he's putting on 100 pounds, while he's also... Starting two families that don't know about each other. Yeah. 
I mean, this, this, could this guy have any more of a Hall of Fame resume? I'm just disappointed when we go to Chicago, uh, we're not going to get to see him play. He's with the Rangers now, yeah. It's too bad. Because we're going to get those tickets on SeatGeek. Did we get, did we get Cubs tickets yet? We have not got Cubs tickets yet, but I was lo- checking them out on SeatGeek. We're going to be going to Wrigley on Monday, September 10th. I'm so excited. I mean, th- this really shaping up to be a great weekend. Uh, forget all the shows and everything, but going to both the ballparks and then Monday is also Monday Night Football. Sunday, week one. It's gonna be a bonanza. Yeah, I was thinking we should go. We should have figured out a way to go to uh, Green Bay for Bears Packers. Get those tickets on SeatGeek, but that's Sunday night. We got shows. Yeah, it's too bad. That's what's so great, guys. Football season right around the corner. Get those tickets on SeatGeek for the NFL, college football, baseball. It's your one-stop shop for app for. Uh, I was doing so good. I was doing so good. It's your one-stop shop. For all your tickets. Postseason baseball coming up? Yeah. Guys, best of all, all the Dirtballs get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. (laughs) I like that little. I like that little ending they have now for the ad read. You all right over there, Prano? I am. I'm great. Everything. Everything all right? Yeah, fantastic. You, you got some thusting going on? Well, my uh, gay barber Dave just hit me back about a haircut today, so I wanted to make sure I put it in the calendar. I don't want Gay Dave to wait for me. I met Gay Dave. Yeah, great guy, right? I mean, I didn't personally meet him. He was cutting someone's hair across from in another uh, chair. Yeah, he's everything you described. Yeah. Is he is he Latino? Uh, I don't think so. He might be though. He's from California. Um, I don't think so though. Might be Italian. Dark skin. Yeah. So exquisite, huh? Yeah. I told you, my boy Trippy moved on from exquisite. I know. So where did he go? He's at Rock Paper Scissors. Oh, that's right here. Which is like have a. You, have you seen him yet? As yeah. Rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, he cut. He is the only barber over there. So he's basically renting the chair. He's like, you fool. I cut your hair with a rock, fool. <laughs> cut your hair with paper, fool. Paper cut, bro. He was very happy that I, I texted him. I was like, yo, you free tomorrow. And he's like, I don't have anybody's number. He's like, why do I have your number? But I'm so lucky. I'm like, bro, look at the old text. You were texting me pictures of the haircut. That's why you got my number because you're like, I want to send you pictures of this. <laughs> Ain't the, ain't I mean, that's the easiest commute you've ever had for a haircut. That's literally across the street. I get a haircut, then I go walk right next to Takaya, give myself a burrito. Thank God you didn't try to put rock, paper, scissors out of business. Like, what the fuck is this place? Haircutting places are supposed to have barbers. Everybody Yelp review that they should shut that place down. I'm learning from my ways. I'm learning. That's, that's what's important, right? Yeah, that was back in angry Andy days. Dude, I'm all about, I'm telling you, life's cure for any sort of anger issues, bike rides and walks, man. I walked the canals last night. I don't normally do that at night. Dude, it's lovely. There's no one there. I feel like you need friends, dude. You want, you like, you want to hang out sometime? <laughs> yeah, pool Belly, will you hang out with this guy before you leave for school? 
Sure, I got nothing going on. <laughs> Takes your belly for a walk. We're doing uh, we're doing pool volleyball on Saturday again. Okay. I'm putting out the bat signal to lots of people. Are your feet okay? No, they're jacked. It's when we're in socks, bro. I mean, the foot fetish guy. What's he gonna do when we ever go live again? You're gonna just, your feet all cut up and gross. I made the mistake of running, doing my beach workout on Monday. We played pool volleyball last Saturday. It was too soon. My feet, it, it, afterwards, I could barely walk. They were so cut up. What's on the bottom of the Savage Town pool? It's just concrete. But your feet are get. What I noticed is you can't stay in too long because then your feet get all pruny, and that's when they're soft and they start getting cut up. Now, when we were so kids. I was game, games on, game off last week. Yeah, you were smart. Now, when we were kids. Because you, you were like me. You'd spend all day at the pool in the summer. Yeah. Did your feet get cut up or did you just get immune to it because you're a kid? No, but you weren't, you weren't, I mean, I was swimming in the pool when I was a kid. Like, this is you're standing in the pool the whole time. I mean, normally, you're not on the bottom that much. Ah, uh, yeah, because I was trying to figure it out. I was like, why are my feet, and everyone's saying the same thing. All the guys we play with are like, I need to put on water shoes because my feet get so cut up. We need to get some girls out there, man. It's a sausage fest. Like every Saturday. Who wants to come over to Savage Town Pool and although, play some volleyball? Although Prano had a good idea for me. He thinks I deleted I deleted all the apps. I couldn't do it anymore. Here we are again. I deleted Tinder, Bumble. Prano was like... Because you always... like This is what you do. You're like, I deleted it. And then you go... And then you'll be like, I reloaded it. Now, I'm, now I have seven Bumble dates this week. It's like, you know... You ever hear everything in moderation? That's the problem with me. It's feast or famine. <laughs> I said, change your profile to all pictures of the beach volleyball or the pool volleyball games. You in the pool, the pool volleyball, and just say, I'm just looking for girls that want to play pool volleyball on Saturdays. If you're interested, swipe right. If not, fuck off. Yeah, it's a pretty smart move. Plus, you know, I mean, we're right next to the beach. There's a grill. We got but the- like, no fuck girls. It would attract a fun girl, I would say. Yeah. You'll get no matches. But the one, the one you get. Is she going to bring friends, though? Who knows? Can we do this after the show? Can you put, it, can you put your Bumble back up? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to download again. You act like you got to fucking, you know, you act like you're John Wick and you buried your phone. And you got to, like, dig up your fucking, the, your concrete garage. You act like you're Tom Brady and you destroyed your phone with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Boring, coming in hot. No, the reason is I don't even want to mess around with it. I haven't had it all week. I felt I've had a very, not that it affects my production that much. I feel like I had a very productive week so far. I'm just not even looking at it. Not at bedtime, not when I wake up, not when I'm taking a dump. But the great part about this strategy is if you just want them, all you do is you change your profile to say that, and then you just swipe the shit out. Right swipe on everybody, except for like real gross people. (laughs) <laughs> like you know I'd rather have a sausage fest Than like just getting fucking You know Mongoloid chicks in the pool I don't think Can you Mongo- say mongoloid these days? I don't think mongoloid chicks Want to uh, Are the mongols sh- offended sh- by that? I don't think they want to Show off their body I never know In a pool I'm, Yeah you, you never know uh, You're right Are we still doing a sports show? I yeah. forget what's happened Yeah we are We're was, do- that, was that part of a Seeky cat That we just did? <laughs> I think somehow We, we went into that uh, Here's the deal Hard Knocks is back. Yeah. 
Did you watch it? I did. What'd you think? Um, I mean, I have so many thoughts. It, first of all, like, it's a fun team for Hard Knocks. I think it is, too. Uh, way more personality. Way more interesting storylines. With I mean, Mayfield's the first overall pick. You've got uh, Jarvis Landry, who's a big part of the uh, episode. Um, Hugh Jackson. I, I still think Hugh Jackson is a terrible coach that should have been fired, but seems like a great guy. Oh, man. It was a tough one with his, with his mother dying. And was it? Not for him? <laughs> well, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. He didn't seem to care. I wouldn't say that. Here's what I'll say. I think these NFL guys, and by that I mean coaches, they work so hard. Their life is football. And you see that in the hard knocks. His mom and his brother both died within two weeks. And it's like it doesn't matter. He can't even take a day to himself or a couple days because it's training camp. And the guys are coming in. And he's got a coach. I mean, it, it was it was tough to – it wasn't that it was so – it was tough to watch just thinking thinking that in my head is what I'm saying. It was tough to be like, bro, you need some alone time, man. Right. Like when you're GM and you're VP of personnel and all those guys who are coming in to be like, coach, it's all right. Let it out. Yeah. Your mom just died, man. Yeah. Seems like a great guy. He really does. He seems like a, he seems like a good dude. Even the way he handled it with all his players coming up, he's like he's like trying to stop guys from shaking his hand. He's like, guys, we got we got work to do. Like, all right, okay, cool. This isn't Rudy. Let's go. Like, seems like a really great guy. But there is, you know, the thing about hard knocks that I always enjoy is like, I I really always get a sense for like the coach. Like when I mean, we talked about Bill O'Brien, we talked about Mike Smith, we've talked about uh, you know Jeff Fisher. And now Hugh Jackson, like the the real telling part about this episode, the standout thing on this episode for me was Jarvis Landry's speech to the wide receivers. Yeah. And then, and that was like, I know that went viral and that was cool and interesting. And like, obviously that he's like a hard worker and whatever. But when you couple that with the conversation that they showed in the coach's room of uh, the guys like basically begging the coach to make guys suit up for practice. There's obviously something going on in Cleveland Browns camp where guys aren't practicing. And that's just, well, between those two things, I'm like, how good are you going to be when multiple rooms, your first week of camp are talking about how do we get guys to fucking practice? Yeah. It's not a good sign. No. I mean, the thing about the Browns this year is they have some pieces, especially if Josh Gordon plays. I mean, if Josh Gordon plays, you could argue, not argue, it's a fact. If Josh Gordon plays, him and Jarvis Landry, is is there a team with a better one-two? I mean... Jarvis Landry led the NFL in receptions last year. But, but Josh Gordon, when's the last time Josh Gordon played... Seven games. Well, he they said on the Hard Knocks, I think he's missed 40 of their last 45 games. He, now, when he played last year, he played good if he comes back. 
that again, that's that big asterisk. Yeah. If. Right. If he comes back. And then, like, is he the same player? Like, it's easy to play five games. But, I, I mean, factoring, like, uh, let's put it this way. The last time Josh Gordon played any significant part of a season, the Dallas Cowboys were giving Des Bryant $16 million a year because he's their fucking... He just got cut. Like, shit changes in the NFL. From one year to the next, let alone three years. Remember, like, think about guys from three years ago. You go, oh, remember when that guy was the best yeah, Josh Gordon hasn't had significant time since 2013. That's five seasons ago. So he played five games last year. Cut. Now he played well in those five games. He was also suspended, so he couldn't play. He yeah, he he had 47 receptions. I'm sorry, 24 receptions for 303 yards in five games. So he was certainly productive. I mean, five games. That's 60 yards a game. Not to get off topic, but do you think anyone signs Des Bryant before the start of the season? Uh, somebody probably will sign him if there's a receiver that goes down in these preseason games. Uh, I mean, they th- there was talk that the Browns might be the ones that sign him. Well, Jarvis Landry, was they were exchanging tweets openly, of course. Jarvis Landry wants him. He's just th- th- He's the last thing the Cleveland Browns need. A diva, baggage-ridden wide receiver. I agree. It's the last thing the Cleveland Browns need. I mean, I I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't go out of my way to sign the guy just for because you think he's going to be productive. Again, if a team signs him because somebody goes down and they replace him, and you know, with Des Bryant, it's like whatever. Yeah, I I'll, I bet I'll, I bet somebody will sign him. I bet somebody will sign him before the season starts. Do you want me to play the, the Jarvis Landry speech? Do we need to play it? I mean, if you want. I think. I mean, who didn't see it? Yeah. Right? I'd rather play the Jarvis Landry fucking telling everybody bless you. Uh, like, the, the whole fucking camp have allergies? Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. You, you know what his bless, bless you, you is? His bless you is, uh, his bless you is Ocho Cinco's version of... Uh, God, what the one year that the Bengals won the Hard Knocks, two thousand nine? What was Ocho Cinco's thing? I don't remember. Ah, oh, shit. He had a, he had a similar thing uh, that he would say. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, they did a whole thing on him going, "Bless you, bless you." I want to talk about Baker Mayfield for a minute, okay? Because I, I thought of you, Prano. I thought of you. That I, you know, I took some notes when I was watching Hard Knocks. A direct quote from Baker Mayfield. And I thought of the Midwest. Bob Evans is really good. And then he proceeds to tell, is that his turtle? Who's the guy with him? I have no idea. The opening sequence, he's got some white guy with him. Is that his entourage turtle version? Or is that his brother or something? Because they're going in the hotel together. He said, Bob Evans is really good. He's talking about Taco Bell. He's talking about Olive Garden. I'm like, bro. Right. You just signed, what was it, $23 million guaranteed, $30 million guaranteed? You, you got to get downtown to that five-star Michelin restaurant that somebody tagged me in uh, dinner with their wife in last week. Like, look at where I am. It's like, Jesus Christ. We're now, now people are sending me pictures from the one restaurant in Cleveland. You're worth millions of dollars, bro. You can't be talking about Bob Evans is good. 
He's from fuck. Where's he from? Well, he. I mean, he went to Oklahoma. So, I, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't fucking know good food. Yeah, but my point is, you should at this point. You've been playing at a high level. You've been exposed to it. It's not about the high level. It's about where the fuck he's from. This is my point about the Midwest. He's from Texas. Yeah. Yeah, but as you move, as you... My point is... But he didn't. He just moved to Cleveland. He was in Oklahoma. Didn't he play like Texas Tech before that or whatever? Like, Yeah, but you were a Heisman winner. He's traveling the country. Come on. You're talking about Bob Evans, bro. Yeah. You're about talking- and the amount of people that replied to my Applebee's tweet with fucking Bob. It's actually Bob Evans. I was like, Jesus Christ. Have you ever had Bob Evans? No. I thought Bob Evans like I thought Bob Evans was like Canadian coffee. Is that Tim Hortons? Bob Evans? Jesus Christ. Like Bob's big boy? What's Bob Evans? Is Bob Evans like Perkins? Yes. That's what it is. Let me put it this way. It's a diner chain. My brother, it's a good spot for like... It's Denny's. Yes. My brother will take his wife and kids, you know what I'm saying, for like a breakfast. It's like your typical Midwest, it's a good breakfast spot on like a Sunday for brunch. It's IHOP. Yes. Perkins, IHOP, you name it. I just looked. So, I mean, his contract... He stood in front of a room and said he has seven, he got a $7.7 million Guaranteed bonus. He's going to fucking Denny's. He got thirty. I'm looking right now. His deal was actually worth thirty-two point six eight guaranteed. Where did we? Yeah, where did he come up with that number? I was confused on that in the Hard Knocks because he got over thirty-two million guaranteed. Yeah, he's going to Bob Evans. <laughs> you can tell. Dude, buy Bob Evans. Buy a Bob. A, buy a Bob Evans franchise and eat at it alone. What do they go for? You think forty grand? More than that. You could buy Bob Evans for the same he bought a fucking that RV for. Yeah. Also, what's with the RV? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you have to get an RV. Like, but why is the QB room an RV? The hell kind of shit is this? I'm a little confused in the RV situation. So I'm th- telling you, it, it would have been way cooler for them to be like, yo, dog, you gotta buy a Bob Evans. <laughs> And every day we meet at Bob Evans, and no one else goes, but you need to have a whole weight staff. <laughs> QB meetings. Why do they got the fourth-round quarterback buying snacks when they could be doing this inside of Bob Evans? They, it could be inside of fucking Baker Evans. Yeah. You could put a bedroom in Or a Bob, Bob Mayfield's. Evans. Yeah. Baker Mayfield should buy a Bob Evans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I don't understand the RV. I guess the veterans made him buy it. Who's this veterans, by the way? Drew Stanton and Tyrod Taylor? Motherfucker, you guys were signed to play on the Browns. Your shit ain't going well. Why am I taking advice from you? We've got good news and we've got bad news. The good news, you get to leave Buffalo. The bad news, you have to go to Cleveland. How many games do you think the Browns win? Good question. They'll win more than they did last year, which was zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hot take, Ruther. I put their over under at four and a half. 
I can see a five win team. Me too. That's why that's why I was thinking. Four and a half. Yeah. It's a good it's a good number for them. But you know people like Oh, people are already turned. People are already turned on the Browns. Every year some people get turned on the fucking hard knocks. <laughs> people were losing their mind I, over I, Jarvis Landry's I, speech. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna wait until the fucking day the final uh like, we have to decide the peak moment of Hard Knocks this season, and I'm immediately pounding their their under win total. Like, just I'm just going to watch people start betting it, betting it up, betting it up. Well, look, dude. I'm not sold. I've said this. I think we both have. I did not like at all Baker Mayfield's number one overall pick. I've seen him play enough. I don't think, again, I could be wrong. What the fuck do I know? But I do not think Baker Mayfield will be a great NFL quarterback. I just don't. You, you got bit in the ass by Johnny Manziel. You're not making that mistake twice, huh? Dude just got fucking benched in Montreal. Yeah. Uh, look, I think I think Baker Mayfield's a talented kid. He seems like, besides the fact that he's eating at Bob Evans every day. He's got Bob Evans' bod, by the way. Yeah. Baker Mayfield has Bob Evans' bod. Yeah. He... Uh, he doesn't seem like a dumb guy. <laughs> no dad bod. Bob yeah. Evans bod. He doesn't seem dumb. He seems like he's he's got. He seems like guys like him, but it's a combination of the situation You're going and the Cleveland. player. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't like any the the thing about the Browns drafting Mayfield, and I talked about this is just great. If you liked Mayfield more than these guys, good. I didn't love any of them. I didn't. I wasn't like. There's a sure thing quarterback here. The idea again that the Giants had the fucking second pick, and it's like, oh well, they have to take a quarterback. Do they? Like, I don't think we should. If if the Browns liked Mayfield, good, they got their guy. Cool. Though it was the one overall pick that was weird to me. It's like I think you could get Mayfield. Now I know there's all these conspiracy theories. The Jets were going to take him if the fucking whatever didn't. We don't know whether or not that's true or it's not true, but no one had Baker Mayfield going one. No one. And then they had one, and they had four, and they ha- and they took two guys. They reached for two guys that weren't that high on anybody's board. Very Browns-like move. I do like the Nick Chubb as a second-round pick. Yeah. I like him out of Georgia. Yeah. Dude, they're, they're, they're certainly changing their culture. Yeah. With with the players. They're trying to bring in guys. Sure. Like signing Landry. It's a huge move. They trade for him. They signed him. Yeah. It's uh, a huge get for them. Huge. But I mean, you're still the Browns. I'm I'm going I'm going a hard five cap. Okay. I'm real interested to see how all these rookie quarterbacks do because there never seemed to have been a consensus out of the the four quarterbacks who got drafted in the first round. Who was the best prospect? Um, you know, obviously Darnold is at the Jets and, and Rosen's at the, the Cardinals and Allen's in, in Buffalo. And I've seen a couple of videos there that he doesn't look like he's doing too well either. Um, I think, honestly, I think Darnold might be the most secure bet just because he's in New York. And I, I think that I, makes it harder on him. Yeah, I do too. But I feel I, like if I had to bet, if I had to bet, I'd bet Rosen now. Yeah, he's in Arizona. But I feel like I feel like the Jets at least have some sort of competency. Like they know that they have this guy. They gave him a bunch of money. They they do seem to be able to sign a, a, a couple good players. 
So, uh, and the 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 Cardinals to me just are always a disaster. They never know whether they want to rebuild or if they want to be stay competitive, and they also have a a, a first year head coach there. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see which one of these four these four um, quarterbacks come out because there's no clear consensus like this guy's number one. Then you take this guy two. Of course, like I think. I think personally, I would have had Mayfield fourth on that list. So he, he went first overall. So I don't know. But do you start? Do you think they start Tyrod Taylor week one? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, they will. I like the scene where uh, Carl Nassib, the D end, is teaching the other defensive ends about financing. Yeah, I mean, he's not even teaching about. He's just teaching them literally Life. what interest is. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. He's like, you guys know about compound interest? Yeah. They're like, nah, man. And then, but I thought that was cool when he when he was doing it. I was like, okay, you know, this is this is sort of like what the rookie symposium is supposed to do, right? Teach these guys, hey, don't spend your money. But then when they came back to him and he's talking about you, uh, if you spend two hours a day on Instagram, that's a month of your year. I'm like motherfucker. I don't need like a Tony Robbins situation. Like, why are you why are you self help booking me? First, it's finances. Now it's social media. Well, and the guy and and one of his players, one yeah. of the other guys goes, "What's wrong with that?" Yeah, it's like motherfucker. Stay out of my business. Well, he, well, look, I actually agree with his point because I, I it did make me think of myself. How many minutes a day do I do I waste on my phone? But yeah, I, I see your point as well. I, I thought the interesting was cool, but then I'm like, oh, so this is his thing. Every every day we're gonna come in here. And we're gonna start off with Professor Asshole's fucking tip yeah. of the week. Well, Prano, I have I have a great you know we're talking about financing and and ways to watch your money. I have a great new app that'll help you. It's called Robinhood. Okay, it's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ET, ETFs, options, and cryptos. I believe that's cryptocurrency, all commission free. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. I know that's the popular craze now. Yeah, the they, cryptocurrency. All this stuff. They strive to make financial service work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Uh, I'll tell you what. You and I now have this app, this Robinhood app. I did download it. We both downloaded it. What, what I love is there is no commission. Now, I'll throw my old man under the bus for a minute. Love my dad, OG Walt Ruther. He was a stockbroker, but every time he had a client, there was a fee. He got a commission, right? Yeah, that's how he paid to send little Denty through school. Exactly. And other brokerages, brokerage, you know, they can charge up to $10 for every little trade. Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. You can trade stocks and keep all your profits. It's so easy to use. We signed up. Now, now it takes a minute. I'll be honest. It takes a minute to sign up. You got to give some information. But you guys can handle all the transactions on your own, basically. Yeah. Which which is great, and it makes it real easy. Here's the best part. Robinhood is giving Dirtballs, that's you guys, a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. You can sign up at dirtysports.robinhood.com. That's dirtysports.robinhood.com. So if you guys want to create your own... Portfolio. Yes. Is that the word you were looking for, Andy? Yes. And this is why I need something like Robinhood. I, I can learn it. Yeah. And I actually showed it to my dad when I was home. 
And he's he's all on board. Yeah, and he was like, uh, "It's gonna cost me. It's gonna cost you ten dollars for me just to talk about this app with you." And you're like, "What? No. Why is this, Dad?" So dirt balls. I know you guys are. You, you know, you're always looking for new new ways to invest. Yeah. Sign up at dirtysports.robinhood.com. Again, that's dirtysports.robinhood.com. Okay, a couple more things on hard knocks, and then we we'll, diversify your bonds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope everyone gets that reference. Uh, a couple more things, and then we'll get to does Shabelli know? Um, Flip flops were back now, not by a head coach, right? So we have to give Hugh Jackson credit. He was always wearing shoes. Yeah. However, Browns GM John Dorsey, who also dresses like a homeless guy, I actually thought trying to like I saw you put that on rundown. I think he seems fine. He dresses like a guy in Nantucket. He's like, oh, it's a polo shirt under a sweatshirt with some shorts and flip flops and a hat. He looks like he's going boating. What about his flip-flops? He's a GM. Who gives a shit? Oh, so this doesn't... No. GM, to- it, it's a totally different it's thing. It's a coach rule. The GM, when you're the GM, you're ma- the, he's a businessman. Right? The coach is a fucking coach. Yeah. I can't. You can't yell at me if I can see your feet. You can, <laughs> you can cut me if I can see your feet. You'd be like, I don't know. Dorsey's a fucking wild card. He's, he looks like he's going boating. Yeah, well, yeah, he's going to his. He is going boating. He's going to go going on a boat and decide which one of us he's gonna fucking cut. Like, totally okay. He's an executive. He's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. Okay, coach. No. I just think, but but Hugh Jackson isn't even going with like the hard ass. Like, super nice guy, right? Yeah, I told you, I, I think Hugh Jackson, because he used to be the Bengals' offensive coordinator, I thought he was a really good offensive coordinator. Now, he also did have, I mean, he had some weapons to work with. Right, but there's also, like, I, I hate it when people do that, too. It's like, well, Gruden was the offensive coordinator, and they were really good. And True. Then, and then Hugh Jackson came in. It's not like they changed their system. Well, it went Hugh Jackson, then Gruden, actually. Oh, it was the other way around. Yeah. Okay, so they were so then he went to the Raiders after that. So basically, Hugh Jackson. No, I think I believe he went to the Brown. This is his third year, correct? Yeah, yeah, his third year. Is that straight from Cincinnati? I don't know. It's a good question. Or did he go assistant somewhere? Wasn't he the head coach of the Raiders at one point? He was, but that was. He got fired from that. They went eight and eight. Then he went to Cincinnati as an assistant. Got it. Yeah. But wasn't he on? Didn't they do like multiple Bengals hard knocks? They have. They've done multiple Bengals hard knocks. Okay, so this is his time frame. He was the Bengals offensive coordinator, yeah, from 2014 and 2015. Then he went to the Browns as the head coach. Gruden took over from him. No. Gruden took over as offensive coordinator. Gruden's been the head coach in Washington now for a few years. All right. I'm, I'm looking at his Wikipedia. So Hugh Jackson. I think he took over the offensive coordinator position after Gruden became the head coach in Washington. Hugh Jackson was the Raiders head coach in 2011. Gets fired. Yeah. He goes to Cincinnati as actually a special teams coach in 2012. Running backs coach 2013. Man, talk about a downgrade. 
You go from head coach to special teams coach. Works his way back up through the Bengals system to offensive coordinator. What year was it that you watched the Gruden game, that you watched Dalton with the, the playoff game? That was the 2000, yeah, you're right. Because I believe that was the 2013 season, 2014 game. Does that make sense? In January. Yeah. Didn't know this, but Hugh Jackson's from Los Angeles. Wow. And went to Dorsey High School and then went to Pacific, which no longer has a football team. Okay. Where's Dorsey High School? Uh, Dorsey is kind of south of here. Okay. Um, not too far, though. Yeah, you're correct, Prano. So Hugh Jackson, thought so. Hugh Jackson followed Gruden. Yeah, and you're right. Gruden was the offensive coordinator from that 2013 team. Yeah, yeah. And then I didn't I didn't realize Gruden has been in Washington that long. Yeah. So it's like, you know, he slid into that role, and then it's like basically the same sure. system, same players. Yeah, yeah. I think him and Todd Haley will be interesting, though. You saw it. I mean, Todd Haley's going like, guys, we need guys that are practicing. And he's like, well, you know. I mean, Todd Haley had a lot of problems with Big Ben. But I like Todd Haley overall. I so thought, do I. Like, as a coach, I mean, he did some great things in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't even know why they let him go. He didn't get along with Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger was talking about retiring. Blah, blah, blah. I don't, who knows? But they were putting up points, man. Yeah. I've always liked Todd Haley. It'll be interesting to see how they use Taylor because, you know, I think we're both the same on Taylor where he can only take you so far. I think what will happen is I think everybody has big expectations, especially the hard knocks. They'll get to week fucking 10. They'll be three and seven. They'll, you know, Taylor will have been been playing fine. No one will, you know, you'll look at his stats. You're like, how are you going to bench Taylor? Uh Stephen A. Smith will cry racism. They'll start Baker Mayfield just because like we're fucking three. We're three and seven. Why wouldn't we try something else? Yeah. Then they'll whatever. But like, I feel like Tyrod Taylor. He's like a he's like a perfect example of guys like oh his stats are fine, but it's like well what does that mean? I mean he couldn't he couldn't win a playoff game right in a low well, scoring game. He threw for fucking ninety yards. Yeah. Now, fantasy-wise, would you draft Jarvis Landry? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Led the league in receptions the last couple of years. Yeah. He's going to catch a lot of balls. Yeah. Well, Dirtballs, prepare to win this season with PFF Fantasy. Pro Football Focus, who we worked with last year, we're going to work with again, uses their exclusive data on every play of every game to bring you the best fantasy insights and advice so join PFF Edge for full access to PFF's player projections, fantasy draft resources, positional matchups, and of course, their award-winning fantasy content. Now, now I love this, Prano. We both have access to this. Uh, they gave us a subscription, you and I, which is great because we can use their premium stats for exclusive player performance. So basically, when you sign up for Pro Football Focus, you can go in and see not only their data and their analytics, but in a way projections of how these guys yeah. are going to perform. They rank them all? Yes. It's great. I love it. It's basically, if you're, if you're in a fantasy league and you use PFF Fantasy, it's, you're going to win because it has data-driven projections, expert rankings, 
and roster advice all year long throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Honestly, so many people now are, are heavily invested in, uh, in their fantasy football leagues. It seems like if you're going to do that, just be a little bit more invested and you know, see a little return. Yeah. With Pro Football Focus. Yeah, so join PFF Fantasy today and prepare to win. Sign up now at profootballfocus.com. Again, guys, if you if you want to win, I think a lot of the people what well, no, they're just they're not gonna use this, which doesn't make any sense. It gives you all the data. Why would you not use it? I know we've talked about this before, and since we have Pro Football Focus. I, I know they've given us uh, some access. We we have accounts. Can we get a can we get a, an official dirty sports fantasy league going? Me, you, Shabelli, Tug. You know, maybe maybe we uh, maybe we have some sort of contest for some from last spots. Okay. What's a good Shabelli? Do you play fantasy football? I do play fantasy football. How many teams are usually in like a league? Like you would you do ten teams? Yeah, I've eight played to ten. Eight to twelve usually. Um, kinda depends. I think we do a ten team league, you know? Shaboring, are you in? I'm in. Some of the interns, former interns, co hosts, whoever. Well, I just know you and I have an advantage because we'll have our profootballfocus.com account. Right. But I think I think there should be high stakes, and then we should put it out there. It should be like a public thing, so people can follow up. You know, okay. maybe, maybe we have uh, maybe we raffle off a couple of positions in the league. All right, you know what I mean? Perfect. We get uh, we'll get your boy, uh, he who can't be named in there. He's a he's a uh, fantasy football guru. We know he'll spend some of the government's money to draft Tyrod Taylor, the artist formerly known as yeah Blank Sock. Yeah. I say I say get him in. He loves Tyrod Taylor. I'll take his I'll take his government check. <laughs> well, Shabelli, but there's no point in delaying this anymore. We need to play Does Shabelli Know? So here's what I'm gonna have you do. You come and take my seat, pop over here with Prano. I'm gonna go in the intern chair and the intern desk. That way you can't see any of the questions that I've written. So remind me, because I, I, I mean, does Prano know how does Shabelli know works? Are we competing on what Shabelli does and doesn't know? Or are we just seeing what Shabelli knows? Hold on one second. Let me get situated. Okay. I just can't wait for the song. I mean, the song is half the fun. Use these ones? All right. Classic Ruther right there. <laughs> if anybody else had done that, Ruther would be screaming at them right now. I, I made sure to step over that wire when I exited the desk. By the way, quick news thing. Did you see that the Rams get to wear their blue and yellow jerseys whenever they want now? What What is the what's the news story here? So the Rams will wear those classic blue and yellow jerseys for five of their home games this year. Um, there was a rule that they couldn't wear them whenever they wanted. The before? NFL had a rule that they, since they were technically throwbacks, they could only wear them when the NFL t- said they could, and they could only wear them like twice a year. And now is that their uniform? That's going to be their color uniform is the blue and yellows. So, but they're going to wear the 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 white uniforms for a cu- the the early home games because of the heat, 
and then the last five home games will all be in blue and yellow. Interesting. I and like it. New uniforms in 2020. Totally new uniforms. Totally t- to coincide with the new stadium. Got it. So, and and they're changed to the L.A. American Football Club. <laughs> It'll be a, some sort of bird-like ram. It'll look like a phoenix, like every single soccer logo. Yeah. Taking digs, Prano. Taking digs. Okay, so Prano, bring that up again. I think you're right. I I don't. I think are you are you and I playing against each other? Yeah. Right. And we should. This should be for something. Okay. I think winner Applebee's gift card. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What should we play for? I mean, do you want to do something basic like dinner? Uh, I think loser has to make the winner dinner. Oh, that's, I mean, I cook for you all the time anyway. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I'll be like, hey, I want, uh, you know, I want chicken pot pie. And you're like, what? Like, I got to go. Like, I get to, the winner gets to request what they want for dinner. Ah. Uh, I'm going to be like, lobster tail. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, salmon flown in from Alaska. All right, Alaska. fine. Dinner from, from where? How about, uh, how about, like, a, how about. Uh, you do a nice dinner somewhere? Do all you can eat sushi there on Ocean Park. A little bana- sushi bonanza. Okay, we can do that. I'm lo- I'm looking for my. Uh, so it's first to what? How many how many clips do you have? I have a lot. <laughs> fifteen. I have a lot. I have fifteen clips. We're playing one point, two point steal. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. First okay. to ten. First to ten. All right. Sh- should I see if I uh, if I have the intro song here? Play it. Let's see what we got here. This says version two. I have a feeling this might be a more offensive version. <laughs> but let, but let's let's see uh, let's see what this version is. Anything's offensive in today's day and age. Yeah. That's right. Does your belly know? Does your belly know anything? Or is he just a big dumb intern? Does your belly know? Does your belly know? So bad. Does he know? Does your belly know a thing? Not offensive. I think it was great. I mean, I don't. I don't know what's so bad about that. Should win a Grammy. (laughs) I should. Okay. So here's the deal, Shabelli. Here's what I have for today's. Does Shabelli know? I have four categories. Movies, people, <laughs> people, music, humans, and TV shows. Okay. What the fuck is people? Just quotes? Like a athlete interview, coach interview, okay. uh, people. I'm sure Bart Scott's in there. <laughs> we shall see. Okay. What do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with movies. All right, movies. Now, everyone has to bear with me. I got to open these, and most of these things have ads, and I got to get to them. You know, it's a pain in the ass, but it's, it's the only way that, we're, that we can do this, uh, and we'll make it work. All right, I'm going to start with movies. Name this movie. Jerk. Shut up, idiot. Moron. Scab eater. Butt sniffer. Yeah. Puss liquor. Fart yeah. smeller. You eat dog crap for breakfast, geek. You mixed your weeds with your mama's toe jam. Yeah! You bob for apples in the toilet, and you like it. 
You play ball like a girl! All right. So the first one is movies. Prano, I will let you have... I'm uh, saying yes, he knows it. I am also going to say yes, he has it. The Sandlot. Do we each get a point then? Yeah. Okay. Good job, Shabelli. One down. All right, let's go to... I'm just going to pick. Is that fun? Yeah. Let's, no, let the, okay. let the man live. Okay, okay, okay. Should we, should we make a rule that I can't pick the same category yeah. twice in a row? Yeah. Okay. So I love uh, that every time we do this, there's new rules. <laughs> there's no standard to this game. So Ruther was talking about like a steal before. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to steal it? So uh, sports? Is that is that a category? Sports? We have movies, people... <laughs> People, you gotta go. With people, shit. All right, let's do people then. All right, such a broad category. Such people, a- this is a person. All right, let me get through this ad again. I knew this was gonna be a problem. I don't know. I don't know how to do it any better than this. All right. All right. Here's the deal. Who is this person? The year that we took over, interim coach. Uh, I've known Steve. In fact, I was Steve's graduate assistant football coach at McNeese State University on offense. And I've known his ability to lead an offense, his structure, his communication to the players, and the respect that he has. In our first game against Missouri, he set all kinds of school records. All right. I am going to say, sadly, Shabelli does not know. Man, I was going to say that. This is where the game turns into a strategy. Right. I was also going to say Shabelli does not know. Uh, however, I want to play the game, so I'm going to go against you. I'm going to say Shabelli does know. Ed Ogeron? Oh! <laughs> Coach O, even though it's Orgeron, but that's all right. So I get a point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I was talking about stealing. <laughs> All right. We did stealing when it was me versus Trevor. That's right. Me too. Prano one. All right. Music? Sure. All right. Name this band. Shabelli. What we got? It's Shabelli's getting harder to read these days. I, th- I yeah. feel like he's. I feel like he's really stepped up his. I don't know face. I try to remain neutral face so that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Oh man, it's tough. It's a tough one. I knew this would be a tough there's, one. This is. There's a lot of factors in my thinking here. I'm going with once again. Shabelli does not know. I am going to agree with you. Shabelli does not know. Is that Nirvana? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Damn it. Pearl Jam. Oh. I was I was thinking he's in Washington now. There's I know it's not very close to Seattle, but like now Shabelli. Eddie Vedder sounds nothing like Kurt Cobain. No, I know, but I could and, and Eddie Vedder has a very dis- you can hear his voice. I recognize the voice definitely. I just 
I don't recognize that song. You obviously didn't recognize it from all the times he's appeared on the Dirty Sports Podcast to talk about how George W. Bush was an even worse leader of this country than Hugh Jackson was of the Cleveland Browns. Oh, Shabelli. Shaboring. Shaboring spoken. All right, so the current score is I have three. Prano has four. I'm sorry, Prano has two. <laughs> Prano has two. Okay, we're going to move on to TV shows. You ready, Shabelli? I'm ready. Name this TV show. Same category. According to Chandler, what phenomenon scares the bejesus out of him? Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance. That is correct. <laughs> the Irish jig guy? His legs flail about as if independent from his body. All right, Shabelli. I'm saying Shabelli does know this. I am also going to agree. Shabelli does know. I don't know. What? Um, <laughs> what? I purposely used character names in that clip. I mean, what? <laughs> Shabelli, how old are you? 21. I mean, the final, now I know this, the final episode aired in 2004. Okay. So that would make Shabelli how old then? He would have been. That was, that was 14 years ago. It would have been Seven. seven. But still, the fact that this show plays on every channel across the world on reruns. Well, what show is it? It's Friends. Oh. God. Damn. I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Friends. (laughs) I mean, I don't even think you need, like, you don't even know the character names on Friends. Chandler, Monica. I know one's name is Joey, right? Or... Like I've never watched watched an episode of the Big Bang Theory, but, like, I feel like I've heard a clip. I don't even know the characters on the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I don't I mean, either. What's, what's one name? Young Sheldon? I think it's just Sheldon. Oh. That's but. the spin-off. <laughs> oh. I just saw that watching Chappelle football on CBS. Young Sheldon? <laughs> Is his first name Young? That's a well, weird look, name. He started good. And he's taking. I gotta let you go first now because yeah. now you're just going whatever I say. You, you got your one point lead. Now you're doing the fucking. Yeah. You're running out the shot clock on me. I agree. I agree. I'll have to go first. Okay. You ready, Shabelli? Ready. We're back to movies. Name this movie. Son of a bitch, Paul. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Suck my white ass, Paul. Okay. I don't even care if you're going first. If she, I'm saying Shabelli knows this, and if Shabelli doesn't know this, I'm throwing him out of that. I'm throwing him out of the apartment. Man, he's he missed friends though. I know. <laughs> I mean, he's a wild card, Trano. Uh I'm gonna say he knows. Happy Gilmore. Okay. So we each get a point. I, I was worried there for a minute though. Would you would that would that have been if he missed that Prano, Where would that rank on the Shabelli misses? That would have been an all timer. How do you not know fucking Happy Gilmore? How do you not know Friends just from hearing it? Like you did, like again, I don't know. Like I don't know. I've never. I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Two and a Half Men, but I feel like I could recognize Ashton Kutcher and Jonathan Cryer or whatever the fuck his name is having a conversation. Yeah, mind blown by Shabelli once again. 
All right. I mean, it's no fucking Mike Tyson. <laughs> Ruther 4, Prano 3. Okay, you ready, Shabelli? Ready. All right. Name this person. You know, I feel Eddie. I've nothing against Careful. Be careful. I've nothing against Edward. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Careful. What you gonna do? Oh, whoa. You gonna do something over there? Be careful. Shut your fucking mouth. I run New York. I run this whole shit. And Mystic Mac predicts I'm gonna KO, KO you inside one round. All right. My, I'll go first. I'm going to say he does know. Yeah, I'm going to say he does know. It's a meme. Mike Tyson? <laughs> or is that uh, uh, That's a fucking Connor joke, McGregor? Right? <laughs> you, you were joking, right? No. Mike Tyson, right? Or is that Ali? <laughs> He's got it. You're, you've been so bad that just the sarcasm, can't, you can't play. <laughs> What's your final answer? Mike Tyson. <laughs> Is it Ali? For real. I want your for real final answer. Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounded like high-pitched voice talking about knockout. Like, that just sounds like Tyson. <laughs> That's Conor McGregor. He's Irish. Okay, I... Let, I, me, let me replay. I know there's people laughing. Let me replay it. What the fuck? He literally... I thought it was he goes, McGregor. He goes, he goes Fook. Well, I heard that, but I couldn't hear the rest of his accent. Let me just... (laughs) I thought it could be McGregor, but I wasn't sure. Let me play it again. I thought he was fucking with us, and then he goes... Hold on, we have to go... Rewind it and listen to uh, Shabelli's train of thought. He goes, Mike Tyson? Or is it Conor McGregor? Ali? (laughs) Tyson. That's unbelievable. Listen to his accent, Shabelli. I feel Eddie... I've nothing against Careful. Be careful. I've nothing against Edward. <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Careful. What you gonna do? Oh, whoa. You gonna do something over there? Be careful. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now, just for, just for fun, can you pull up a clip of Mike Tyson talking? Yeah. Because that's now the second person that Shabelli thought. Well, you, the last time you thought Mike Tyson was Ali, right? Yeah. Well, to... Tell me, I don't even watch UFC. So, like, I don't watch UFC. I don't. It's a meme. Have you seen like who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how many people you think just crashed their car? I'm glad I wasn't driving. Like, I'm worried that there's dirt balls that just crashed their car. Okay, this is Mike Tyson. I pulled up a clip of Mike Tyson. This is how Mike Tyson sounds. Other people, it's just who I am. I sacrificed so much of my life. Can I at least get laid? You know what I mean? I've been robbed of most of my money. Can I at least get a blowjob? I wish one of your guys had children so I could kick them in the fucking head or stomp them. <laughs> you see, you see a difference, Shabelli? Yeah. I don't know. I Prano, this game is just got this game is off the rails. All right, so we no nobody gets a point there. Nobody again. I have four. You have three. There's literally no strategy. It's impossible to know what Shabelli does and doesn't know. It's like the best part of the game. It's like you can't even think, you can't even go with like, oh, that would just be general reasoning to put it together. Oh, an Irish guy talking about knocking people out. He literally says, I'll knock you out. Yeah. He didn't know it was an Irish accent. Didn't Tyson also say, I'll knock you out? Yeah, but he wasn't Irish. (laughs) It was hard to hear the accent. I mean, 
Like there was that crowd cheering in the background and you had that second guy oh, talking. Oh, man. Europe for Shabelli is going to be fun. Where are you from? New Jersey? <laughs> All right, Shabelli. Name this artist. Okay. Jesus. At this point, I'm going doesn't now. Okay. Is he going to miss? How many How many has he missed in a row now? He's missed th- at least three in a row. Uh, I got the movie. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with doesn't now. After I, I thought you and I just, I actually was playing this clip. Prano stopped by my apartment yesterday. And I was actually... I thought you were going to play a different song. Okay. But this is her This is her popular one. It's a female, by the way, Shabelli. Uh, yeah, no hints. Yeah. Um, yesterday, we both agreed we thought he would know this. But now that he just missed Conor McGregor, everything's off the table. I am going to say he does not know as well. Uh, I don't know. Brit- Britney Spears? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of pop stars who were huge in the early 90s. <laughs> this song oh, came trying. out a couple months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That, I thought you were going to put... This is not her popular song, Ruther. Yeah, it is. BoJack Horseman or whatever the fuck it is. But this is... this is Ariana Grande? This is a number... This, this reached number one, I believe. It's a popular song. I like it by Cardi B. Oh. So Prano... He goes, ow. So <laughs> Would you have known the other Cardi B song? No. Do you know Cardi B? No. Wow. All right. I don't. I just figured being in college. Is she married to a Kardashian or fucking a Kardashian? <laughs> like she's not a Kardashian. She's a card. She's a Cardi B. She's like the B team of the Kardashians. <laughs> she's, she's, a, she's a former stripper turned rapper. She's. I think she's dating somebody from Migos. Wow. Right, well, there's, there's your answer. Shabelli, you're. This is amazing. All right. Well, we each get a point. Prano, four. Ruther, five. All right. Is how is she different from Black China? Because <laughs> she's a different black person. <laughs> All right, name this television show. What you talking about, Kimberly? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Mr. D? What you talking about, Adelaide? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Dad? <laughs> what you talking about, Oscar? What you talking about, man? Okay. I'm saying no way in hell. You're saying he doesn't know? I'm saying he doesn't know. See, this is this is where you have to do fucking... I'm trying to do reasoning. Because Shabelli... When he came in, he said, I still got to listen to the last dirty slides. Which to me, hints that he is... I'm saying he does know. Family ties? God damn it! <laughs> We talked about this the I last did, I episode. I did listen to the last episode, too. I knew. I knew. Here's what I figured. I knew Shabelli's home. He's waiting to go to Spain. I I think, he said, I, figured, I have to listen to Dirty Sides. That means I go, well, that well, means he did slides? listen to the last Dirty Sports. Yeah. But that means he also had to retain it. That's the thing. It doesn't matter whether he listened to last Dirty Sports. He probably knew. Do you know who's, whose voice that was? No. Gary Coleman? See? I knew he would know Gary Coleman, but would he know the show? Different strokes. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. 
Uh oh. You all right over there, Joe? No. I, <laughs> I, I, it's, un, it's unbelievable. Prano does not want to take this L. Okay. So I now have six points. The Prano's four. All right. Are you ready, Shabelle? We're back, I'm ready. We're back to movies. Okay. I'm strong in this category. <laughs> all right. Name this movie. I'm slave is what I'm being, man. Now, we made a deal here. So? So? So you're supposed to teach and I'm supposed to learn, remember? For four days, I've been busting my ass. I haven't learned a goddamn thing. Ah, uh, you learned plenty. I learned plenty. I learned how to sand your decks, maybe. I wax your car, paint your house, paint your fence. I learned plenty, right? Uh, not everything is as simple. Oh, bullshit. I'm going home, man. Daniel-san. Daniel-san. All right. You want to start it off this time? Well, I was going to say no. It's such a strong hint at the end. Yeah, I purposely did that. I'm saying he has to know. I'm going to say he knows, too. The Karate Kid? There we go. Would right. you have known it before Danielson? I was close, but the Danielson <laughs> sealed it. The, the Pat Morieta. You should have cut it off before that. It would have been way more interesting. I'd have been like, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. All right. He'd so have been like, who's the Irish guy in that? He's Japanese. <laughs> oh, I thought that was Tyson. So we each get a point. Uh, I have seven now. Prano has five. Again, we're playing to ten. Now we're to the next category, which, again, is people. It's coming down to it, Prano. Yeah. I have to make a move here. Okay. Who is this person? Because of what we thought they were. What, what, what no we chance. thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull bull We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Okay. You should recognize that. Shabelli. I recognize that Did you study your old Doug Shabelli now? No. Then there's 0% chance he knows. Why would I study for this? <laughs> um, part of me wants to get, make the game more interesting and also possibly take a three-point lead. So you're saying no way in hell. I know he doesn't know it. I know he doesn't know it. Remember how long it took him to do He just came in talking about Bart Scott. <laughs> he did that one like 40 <laughs> times. I'll tell you, I don't, I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I knew he wouldn't I know. forgot. <laughs> well, in fact, you never learned. <laughs> Do you know who he coached for? Do you know where that clip is from? Wasn't he the coach of the Bears? Oh, well, no, he was playing the Bears. Yeah, he's playing the Bears. Coach of the Cardinals, right? Correct. So you know that. Um, he just passed away, too, recently. I mean, he knows all this. <laughs> he's unbelievable. I just forgot his name. Dennis Green. Ah. Uh, all right. Ruther 8, Prano 6. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. We're back to music. Name this group. Does he know, Prano? I don't know. What do you think? I got to start playing strategy here. Yeah, I think Andy has to go first on this one. I'll say he... Does know. No, he does not know. Spice Girls. Fuck! <laughs> Uh-oh. How do you know the Spice Girls, but you don't know Friends? 
I don't know. The mind of Shabelli. I know I one of the God, Spice Girls is Victoria Beckham. It's two hamsters Beckham. having a fucking boxing match in there. <laughs> like I have no idea what. I have no idea what's how these wheels are spinning. They're just like three independently spinning wheels that are in no way linked together. There's no process. I can't believe he knew it. I didn't think he knew it, and I was like, that's going to be pretty interesting if he knows this and he didn't know Conor McGregor. I was a huge. Now, now it's nine to six. I, I, like, how do you even know? Like, when, when did you hear the Spice Girls? Do you remember the Spice Girls from, like, being a kid? I, yeah, I guess. I mean, that, was like I mean, 19, that song's from 1997. No, even earlier, dude. I was, like... I was a senior in high school when that came out. Yeah, I was a freshman. Yeah. It's, like, 94, 95. No, it's, like, 96. Yeah, you're right. I, I, yeah, I, I guess I know that one. Maybe if you played a different Spice Girls song, I may not have known that. But, Jesus... That song I know. There, he he is such an enigma. Yeah, there's nothing like Chevelli. <laughs> there really isn't, dude. I mean, we just played different strokes. Conor McGregor was in the world's largest pay per view boxing match in history six months ago. I know who Conor they McGregor fucking- <laughs> is. I just couldn't <laughs> recognize that him in that clip. <laughs> He also assaulted a f- bus full of UFC players. In he Vegas. recognizes fucking Sporty Spice's voice, though. <laughs> I mean, this is without a doubt the best game or segment we have. It's fascinating. I have to. I need a large <laughs> comeback now. This is this is gonna be. This would have to be the fucking, the Buffalo Bills Frank Wright game. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it. Next up, we're back to TV shows, which seems to be a massive weak weakness because he hasn't gotten one right yet. All right, Chabelli, name this TV show. Four pounds. Two pounds wasn't bad enough. We're talking two, three hundred boxes of sinus pills. There ain't that many Smurfs in the world. We're not going to need pseudoephedrine. We're going to make phenylacetone in a tube furnace. And we're going to use reductive amination to yield methamphetamine, four pounds. So no pseudo. No pseudo. All right. Do you want me or you to go first? I'm going to go. I, which is unfair because, but I have a strong feeling, so I'm just going to go for it. I think Shabelli has to have the ability of deductive reasoning, right? He has to. But he couldn't put together Irish people <laughs> knocking people out. <laughs> I'm giving him the benefit of the I think he does know this. All right. For the game's sake and the fact that I have a three-point lead and I want this game to continue because I'm thoroughly entertained. I'm going to say he doesn't know. Breaking bad. Okay. Prino gets a point. Yeah, I've, I've watched Breaking Bad the whole show. Okay. We have three questions left. Ruther nine, Prano seven. What do we got here? We're back to movies. Oh, this will be an interesting one. All right, name this movie. I mean, it was a quick clip, 
But that's a very famous line that he repeats multiple times throughout that movie. You got to go first. I'm going to say he does not know. I'm, I don't think he knows, but I'm saying he does know. Indiana Jones. I'll give it to him. Do you know what movie? It doesn't matter. I'll give it to you, though. Yeah, that's the last. Uh, no, that's not Last Crusade. That's um, Ark of the Covenant. No. You're close. Raiders yeah. of the Lost Raiders Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. All right. So he gets it. I was worried he was going to go snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was like, I was- that is not Samuel L. Jackson. It is important yeah. that it is not Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Woo! All right. I got to go two for two. We got ourselves a game. We have, we have two left. All right. We're back to people. People! All right. Let me pull it up here. What do we got? All right, Chabelli. Name this person. Joe. And I said, Joe's going to come out smoking, and I ain't going to be joking. I'll be pecking and a-poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. Some people say, you better watch Joe Frazier. He's awful strong. I said, tell him to try band roll-on. You want me to go first? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to keep giving you points. I don't think he knows. Well, I have to go. I have to go with he does now. Muhammad Ali. Oh! oh, we're back, baby. I should. I was too nice to you, Prano, giving you points. Oh, you, giving you didn't points, think he man. knew that. You didn't think he knew that one. But but the last or the the two two ago, I thought he did. Okay, so we're a tie game. So I only have one question left. I would have guessed he didn't know that. So I had to. You forced my hand. Okay, we're back. When to did you did you you didn't know that from the beginning though? When he said, said Joe, uh, Frazier. Joe Frazier, yeah, that was the giveaway. All right, last one, music. Name this artist. I used to read Word Up magazine, something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine, hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat. All right. What do we think, Prano? I'm saying. Shabelli doesn't know. I am saying. Shabelli does know. Notorious B.I.G. There you have How? it. How? I just don't understand what is going on inside Shabelli's head. I swear to God, it's like the fucking kids from the Sandlight having a pillow fight in there. Like, what is happening? Notorious B.I.G.'s been dead for th- 30 years. 20 yeah, years. 20 years. 97, right? Yeah. Friends stopped airing in 2004, 2006. <laughs> what did we say? Let me just do a quick recap. Well, who? you didn't even tell me who that is. Yeah, it's Notorious B.I.G. Oh, awesome. So what does that mean, Prano? You owe me what? All you can eat sushi. I'm down for that. Or, or we can do, yeah. I was going to say Saki House on 4th Fourth Street in Santa Monica is good, too. And it's cheap. <laughs> so let me just go over what he didn't get. Well, let's just go over what he did get. Movies. He got Sandlot. He got Happy Gilmore. He got Indiana Jones. Got Karate Kid. You got all the movies. There was four. People. Didn't get Dennis Green. Didn't get Conor McGregor. That was amazing. Got Muhammad Ali. Got Ed Orgeron. He was two of four. Music. Ed Orgeron. I don't know where he pulled that one out of. 
music didn't get uh, he comes on the dirt sports podcast all the time fuck music <laughs> he did get biggie and he got spice girls he didn't get cardi b and pearl jam he didn't recognize eddie vetter's voice and last one hey, you're lucky you're going to school you're lucky you're going abroad i don't think you're allowed to go back to washington <laughs> for a while and last but not least tv shows he didn't get different strokes he didn't by get the way eddie vetter also on the dirty sports podcast all the time Probably more frequently than Ed Orgeron at this point. So total out of 15 questions he got, let's let's add these up. He got six, eight, he got nine of 15. They were pro- I, I thought I made them pretty easy, though. And guys, that has been another segment of Does Shabelli Know? Prano, thoughts? Uh, yeah, there's, I, I'd love to, I don't know how you do it like a, like some sort of uh, brain scan or something like that. Like I want to know how the synapses in Shabelli's brain actually work. Like he's a fascinating. Like he's worth studying. He's like the kid in fucking uh, Royal Tenenbaums. You know what I mean? Can the boy tell time? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, you never know. It's he for sure. The, the Conor McGregor one. I'll, I'll forever be blown away by that. And also, how the fuck does he know the Spice Girls? What are they playing up at fucking college that you know the Spice Girls, but you don't know Cardi B? I don't know. I just don't listen to Cardi B. Have you ever heard that song? The Cardi B song? Yeah. How do you know, how do you know the Biggie song? Like, how I've that- heard that song before. <laughs> <laughs> no R. Kelly making any appearances, huh? Well, here's my thought on R. Kelly. You should have switched it up. Should have done in the closet or something. Last time I played Bump and Grind, and you were like, "Of course he doesn't." Like you were—I da- don't know if you remember—you were down my ass about that. Yeah. And I was like, "Your thought process was Ruther. If he's not getting ignition, he's not getting Bump and Grind. What other big R. Kelly songs?" Yeah. So yeah, no R. Kelly. I I thought. I mean, I I I was pretty surprised in Eddie Vedder. I mean, he said Nirvana. I mean, Kurt Cobain versus. Eddie Vedder's voice. At least he was in the right genre. Yeah. He's like, I can picture him wearing flannel. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. I just I recognize some things, but I don't know, don't recognize others. It's why, you're the only, it it's, it's why you're the best one at this game, because there's no rhyme or reason of what is happening <laughs> in that gigantic head of yours. And it's why I'm like, I wonder if we, if we had a clip of, like, Shabelli's grandfather at like a, in a post-game press conference. Like, would you recognize that? <laughs> and it's like, also, I don't know. It sounds like uh, Dennis Green. You're like, what? It's also what makes Shabelli lovable and charming. It's like, you don't know, which makes it so interesting and appealing to, I think, us and also the listeners. Like Prino was saying, you're not hearing Cardi B at a party, but you can recognize Spice Girls? He I, goes, is she related to the Kardashians? <laughs> well, I thought she was in a relationship with one of them. Or, uh, or How maybe, is she different maybe from I'm, Black China? Well, no, isn't Black China in, the, in a relationship with yeah, one of them? Yeah. Okay, so that's where I'm getting them confused. Yeah, Black China has the baby of Rob Kardashian. I mean, you got to admit, though, that Cardi B is a B-list celebrity. Like, she's not, she's not a huge celebrity. No, she's pretty big now, man. Mm. She's huge. I, I mean, he, he already admitted he wouldn't have known the big song. Like, that's amazing to me. Dude, he didn't get Conor McGregor. I know. I mean, 
The funny thing about that is I th- was thinking McGregor for a while. He said it. Fredo that's why I was like, oh, he's fucking with that's us. That's why I kept asking him, final answer, yeah. final answer. And he kept going, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'm like, Shabelle, we can't have a sarcasm. You, don't, you didn't know friends. Wow. Mind-blowing. Well, look, Joe, that's the only way we can wrap up the episode. Before we leave, speaking of interns, dude, everybody wants to be our intern now. <laughs> What are we doing about this? Well, there's got to be. I I think that there should be some sort of. Uh, there should be some sort of contest, I and mean, it should be filmed. And what's that entail? Now, people, I think I think it should be. I think it should be like a decathlon, like a dirty sports decathlon. Yeah, but here's my take. Here's what I've been saying to people in DMs. I want to formulate myself and put together what I'm looking for in an intern. Ah, fuck all that. No, Cornhole, no. fucking. No, because one on one basketball. As the intern, no. I want somebody who can do Photoshop, who can do basic editing. I want somebody who can do. Well, stuff. that then that's part of it. Then okay, they're playing cornhole. They're all edit. They're all photoshopping a picture of you know you uh, uh, perpetrating the attacks on nine eleven. Like we see what they can do. I think we have to, we come up with ten. Things, and they compete, and like a decathlon, they're ranked one through ten in each, and the guy with the most points. Ten things, yeah, a, a dirty sports intern decathlon. I mean, ten things. Like if one of them's Photoshop, it's like not like we have to get them together. We put it all out there. Ten's a lot. Ten's the answer. No, ten's a lot. Because I, I, dis- like, I, I disagree. Like all this, it's there's not a running. Fucking getting the cornhole board and get them all out here to play cornhole. Pool volleyball? Who's filming all this? Who's editing all this? I'm fucking filming. I'll film it. Editing it. One of them. <laughs> then we're going to give them all the footage at the end. The best one. That's one of the clips. All right. Well, there you have it. Joe wants a, a contest, but those things are important for me. How many people are truly interested? And like, first you have to qualify, right? Three. You have to be in the Los Angeles area. Three have been. Three have shown we, serious interest. We have three with very serious interest. I love it. We we have we have someone who goes to LMU. Great local WCC. Someone who's moving here, and someone who and I and I told him this. You're too far away, bro. Who's that? And another intern who or possible intern who's going to be going to school at Chapman in Anaheim. And I said it's too far. Didn't we have what, what? What happened to the guy from Pasadena too? Cartoonist. Did you take him out of the running? I didn't take him out of the running. He's a legit dad with a massive following on Instagram. I said, like you're doing, you're doing cartoonist and you're doing creative stuff for DreamWorks. I was yeah. like, you know, we don't pay, right? Hey, if he wants in, he's in. I say, as long as you qualify, you're you're you want to do it. You're local. And you're willing to participate in the decathlon. Oh, so then that's four. If you, if you toss in the guy who has a legit job already. Right. From, from Pasadena. All right. There you have it. Dirty sports. Who wants to be an intern? Is Tug getting involved in this? <laughs> <laughs> Tug, you want to you join this decathlon? Yeah, he, does, he does bring the acting to the table. Right. The connections. Well, guys... I guess I'll put it together. Joe and I will decide uh, over the weekend. I, I already have, I mean. Photoshop? Yeah. 
What else? Photoshop. Video editing. Video editing. So we're at two things. Pool volleyball. You play. You, we play a round robin, right? Everybody plays with each different person. Whoever comes out with the most wins. Two on two, be, two on two pool volleyball. How long is this process going to be, bro? It's four games of volleyball. No, I mean this whole, all these things they have it's to do. It's a day. Saturday, you know, you show up, ready for some pool volleyball. You bring with you a girl. <laughs> you bring with you a photoshopped picture of Andy Ruther. Perpetrating the terrorist attacks on 9-11. We are not doing me with 9-11. Yeah, of course we are. How elaborate are they going to get? Are you flying the plane? Are you, in a, are you in a cave with a you know blueprint on the wall of how it's all going to go down? Are you actually training Al-Qaeda soldiers in a field? Like, I don't Why know. Why do we got to make it offensive? To who? The people that you murdered on that fateful day? <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Well, we're at three things. That's not ten. Right. I mean, th- this is just off the top of my head. I, I just, I think simpler is better. That's my recommendation. Well, but more elaborate is more fun. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. And more importantly, Joe and I will be in Chicago for the Dirtball Midwest meetup. I got. It. I just sent this to you last night, Andy. Anybody who wants to come to the live podcast at the Comedy Bar in Chicago, the tickets for the actual podcast are now available. DirtySportsLive.Eventbrite.com Repeat that, Joe, please. DirtySportsLive.Eventbrite.com Shabelli, what did I just say? DirtySportsLive.Eventbrite.com Shabelli knows. And that will also be in the description of this episode. And we'll tweet it. Yes. Also, I, I want to know, we, I, we put it out, I want to know where people are coming from, what they're going to. I, I want to have, like, have a proper dirtball meetup. We're going to be there so long, and we're going to do so many different events that I want to know who's coming to games, who's coming to shows, who's coming to podcasts, who's, who's watching NFL Week One on Sunday at a bar in Wrigleyville, getting all banged up, drinking Miller Lite. So again, Wednesday night White Sox game, Thursday night live podcast, and NFL kickoff night at Dirty. And you can get tickets for that at DirtySportsLive.Eventbrite.com. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. My buddy here on my left is headlining the Comedy Bar. You can get those tickets at. Comedybar.com. Thecomedybar.com or JoePrano.com. Yep. Monday, Cubs Brewers. Brewers. Yep. Cubs Wrigley Brewers Field. Wrigley. And also, like Joe said, we'll be watching Monday Night Football. Yo Fool. Raiders versus Monachabelli's Rams. Full five days. Yeah. It's a full five-day dirtball fam meetup, Chicago. And I and like Joe said, I will post all this on social media. It'll be in the description of this episode. There you have it, guys. Anything else, Prano? No. JoePrano.com for shows coming up. We'll be at the Burbank Comedy Festival next week uh, at the Improv tomorrow night. Uh, Chicago. Uh, at Fix Your Life on Twitter. At JoePrano on Instagram. Uh, all that stuff. Cool. At Andy Ruther. All things available on social media. Love all the iTunes reviews. Thank you, guys. Keep leaving them. Shabelli, you got you to gotta plug your stuff, especially after this episode. <laughs> yeah. At Joe Shabelli on Twitter. 
Uh, Please spell that out. S-C-I-B-E-L-L-I. Or just go to Dirty Sports. I'm sure I'm tagged in a bunch of stuff there. Um, And then I believe it's at Joe Shabelli on Instagram as well. Uh, And, yeah, I really don't have anything else to plug. I'm not not performing in anything. So um, give me a follow on Twitter. I like posting a lot of sports stuff, mostly Dodgers stuff. Um, And Conor McGregor memes. And (laughs) Conor McGregor memes. So, yeah. And hopefully I'll be on before I head out here at the end of the month. Yeah, for sure. It's always fun having you back, Shabelli. All right, Dirtballs, that is the episode. Enjoy your weekend. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.